Um, this is one topic everybody is now very much aware of. I want to believe because of so many information are going around on social media. Depression is a term people use discriminately and um, it has its discriminatory use. Permit me to use that and it has its technical use. Now, when an individual just suddenly comes up to say, oh, I'm depressed, sometimes they might just mean they are sad. But when an individual is really depressed technically, psychologically, then that amounts to what we will be discussing today. So um, going through psychological issues in life is a normal experience. Now, some of us have the threshold and the wherewithal due to our experiences, due to our life um, endeavors, we're able to cope and we're able to manage our problems. <clears throat> and somehow we become fine. While some of us, over time, probably because we've been too strong for too long, we've been really working at it, we've been solving our problems, we've been having several you know, uh, persistent problems, but somehow we, be, we, we keep coming around, and somehow one little thing happens and that breaks us. This is expected, so it is not that you're a bad person. Or it does not mean that you're so weak and vulnerable. Rather, that really explains how strong you are. But then, at a point in time, we all need to break to learn. We all need a break. We all need to break and learn. And at the same time, we all need a break and learn at the same time. So, we all need to break. It means we all need, sometimes we all have to go through that challenge in life where we're just down. You know, life is not all, of, all, all about excitement all the time. We're just down. So that low mood, that feeling down, you know, that, that, that down tone is what we'll, we'll be discussing. So what is depression? Depression is a mood disorder. So when we talk about mood, it, mood has to do with how happy you are, how sad you are, how excited you are, how um, irritable you are. You know, so that's what mood is all our moods are all about. So depression is a mood disorder that involves a persistent feeling. Persistent, that's the word. It's just it just keeps coming. It seems like it's never going to stop. You know, you could normally sometimes we might just be sad in the morning, but because we've done one or two things and we are happy, we forget our sadness, and that's bye bye to sadness. But in the case of depression, it's persistent, it keeps happening continuously and non-stop. Persistent feeling of sadness or as you may on happiness and loss of interest. Meaning the things you naturally love to do, probably when you wake up in the morning, after you say your dua, after you say your salat, you love to cook, you love to tidy up the children, or you love to uh, do, uh, you have to do exercise, you love to read, uh, you love to research, you love to 
You know, anything you naturally love to that just gives you that excitement, that brightens up your day for the, you know, that brightens up your day. Suddenly, those things when you do them don't give you the excitement that you always get, or probably you just do them and they just become a routine. Even praying solat, you just see that oh, I'm praying solat. Not that I have a connection with Allah, but I'm just praying solat because it's now a routine. That is depression. Now we can't actually say that it is entirely depre- it's entirely depression, unless we can identify that some symptoms that other some other symptoms that make up depression are attributed to it, because sometimes we experience uh, uh, just uh, what's that word now? We experience low mood, you know, intermittent low mood, and it could be irregularly you know just normal human we we ha- we are happy we're sad we are uh, we are elated sometimes we are calm we are you know calm sometimes you know so those intermittent or interchange as a mood is normal but when they are as persistent it becomes abnormal now when we talk about depression we have to look at the broader symptoms. So these symptoms would help us identify if A is suffering from uh, depression or not. Number one is we want to, we want to identify that this person is suffering from depressed mood. Now, probably you notice that, oh, um, so so person, she's always active, she's always happy, she has so much energy. Now she's dragging to do her daily activities, she's dragging to do attacks, she's always moody, she's not laughing as she would laugh before, she'd rather keep to herself than talk to other people. Or there's reduced interest. Probably you have someone, you know, so that, oh, anytime you talk about let's go for ice cream, she will jump up. Now you're saying let's go for ice cream, and she's like, okay you go don't worry next time i like really it's ice cream you know and they're like yeah yeah i know I, I don't, i'm just not in the mood for ice cream you know when you love something you are most times in the mood for that thing but when you know when you're beginning to lose the mood for that thing that really gives you happiness and you know excitement then that is a symptom of depression also a loss of sexual desire like in the, in the case of couples you know, you know how your sexual relations are ordinarily and somehow um, a partner is losing complete interest, apart from other factors that may contribute to it. But the complete loss of interest is just because they are just losing interest in everything generally. Change in appetite. You know, there might be overeating or undereating. You know, some people may just begin to eat so voraciously and you just wonder if are you going to finish these wraps of Amala? And they're like, yes, I'll finish it. And you wonder, you suddenly you just start eating so much. And they would also know that, oh, I just noticed that somehow I just start to eat so much because they will just want to eat up, eat away their sadness. And some people just lose appetite. They're not able to eat well. They can't even, they try to force themselves to eat. But once they put the food in their mouth, ah, it's just so, you know, a very sweet tasting food would just seem somehow in their mouth. So we see um, unintentional weight loss or weight gain. You know, for the person eating so much, they might gain so much weight. And for the person not eating at all, of course, they might lose weight. We have sleeping too much or sleeping too little. 
Some people may suffer uh, insomnia where they find it hard to sleep. They are forcing themselves. They are doing everything to sleep, but they are awake. That's really dangerous. Sleep is one major factor we all must never play with because sleeping is like, we can correlate sleep to like our car or our uh, generators. When we put on generators, our generator, you know, for a very long time, we always expect that we turn it off somehow so that we cool the engine. Now, if your generator keeps running, keeps running and does not cool off, someday it's going to knock. And that's exactly what happens to brain. If we don't sleep, our brain knocks out completely. And that is when people really have more severe psychological disorder. So we have agitation, restlessness sometimes. You know, some people are just so unhappy that they are, they are, they are not, they don't even know why they are so unhappy. And for those that know the reason why they are so unhappy, they just feel miserable. They hate how they feel. So sometimes it agitates agitate them, gets them angry, or they are restless. For some people, there's loss of energy. You know, they, ordinarily they are someone that could walk from a barriga to uh, Yaba and in how many minutes they are there. You know, there are people that this minute they are in Yaba, they are Yaba, the other minute they are at Ikoyi, the other minutes, you know, they, are, they have so much energy. They're doing their business, things are going well. And suddenly, you know, just to go from Bariga to Yaba, they're like, oh, you know, you're supposed to go to Bariga for three days now. What happened? I'm just not in the mood, Jerry. I don't feel like going. Uh, what happened now? I don't know. I'm not just generally happy. Uh, that's a problem. Then also feeling worthless. This is important. You know, when we begin to feel as if other people are better than us, we feel we can't achieve anything great. We feel um, we can't benefit from people and that people cannot benefit from us. That is a problem. And that is a sign of depression. That means the person is losing out on self-worth because we all must have self-value. We all must think and know that we have great things to achieve in life. So once we begin to think, the people don't need me now. What do they need me for? I'm not benefiting anybody in this world and nobody is benefiting me. Let me kukuma go when the suicide begins to set in. That is another major problem. So there's difficulty in thinking or concentrating or making decisions. You know, things that ordinarily come easy. Okay, um, let's go to this tomorrow. We have so, so things to do. And they're thinking, eh, should we go? I don't feel like going. Is it important to go? A place you know that if you go, of course, uh, it's important for your business. It's important for the growth of your life or something. They are so reluctant to achieve that. So um, depression had been implicated to be more in female than male in females than males but this does not mean that males do not suffer depression now we have a lot of causes of depression uh, before we go to the causes even children suffer depression and most depression usually start from teenage age so i think one to that will take us to the causes number one cause is the genetic features like maybe um, I have a family member that has suffered depression before. I have a loading for depression, meaning I can also fall depressed with its smallest trigger. And that is why we all have to be really careful. Number two is 
changes in the brain neurotransmitter levels. So there are some chemicals in our brain. We call them uh, electrochemical substances. That's their neurotransmitters. So sometimes maybe some people abuse drugs or they take too much of something or anything. Maybe there was an accident or something happened to the brain or there was exposure to toxic. It could, this could affect the composition in the brain and that could result to depression. We have environmental factors like family issues, you know, marital issues. Some husbands are not just making their wives happy and some wives are not making their husbands happy. Probably they are going through emotional abuse, physical abuse, financial abuse, or the children are living in an unstable home that their mommy are always fighting. They are the ones that will churches. They are the ones that will fight, that will cost each other. Or um, they are going to financial struggle. They are not making enough ends meet. Now that there's so much increase in price of commodities, you know, Everybody's really struggling hard to meet with basic necessity necessities. This could result in depression. Or probably there's low threshold for trouble or for emotional pain. You know, some of us are just, you know, so we, some of us are just so vulnerable that it's so easy for us to fall prey to breaking down anytime. You know, probably we have really, usually really have too strong attachments to people or situations. So once something unpleasant happens like this, we are down. So that could be a factor. That could be a typical example of psychological factor. Um, we have evil communal factors, you know, in our community, probably you are seen as the odd one out, or you think the people do not like you or the people behave in ways you don't like and that really gets to you or people say things about you that you don't like you know all these factors could contribute or you or job loss uh you know or anything anything that we perceive to be unpleasant can lead to depression then we have um maybe the person also suffers health issues maybe someone suffering from cancer you know or someone that's contracted hiv or someone that has um, any other disease that they perceive to be, oh, this is a big deal. I have cancer, I'm going to die soon, you know. This also could result to um, um, depression. So um, going on, so there's this myth before we usually don't hear about depression or anxiety or any psychological problem. Why? Because of the way people stigmatize these problems. But in the real sense, these problems are curable, highly manageable, and can be curable only if we take the right steps. So what are the right steps to getting cured to depression? The first thing before it even aggravates to a severe depression, because we have the mild depression, we have the moderate, and we have severe. Once we notice that our mood is consistently becoming uh, it's persistently and consistently, or the word excessively sad. You know, we just notice that we are always sad. We're not happy anymore. You know, things that make us happy are not happy. You know, it's not, it's losing its strength. Things that get us excited is not anymore. People would like to anger around. We're not hanging around them anymore. We just feel withdrawn. Once you begin to notice these symptoms, I think the best thing you can do for yourself is to speak to someone 
so that what someone could be a friend you trust or you love could be a family member someone you can or a religious leader that you trust that you can talk to that i notice i'm feeling like this i'm feeling like this so it could be that there's a problem an impending problem that has not been resolved now if there's a problem that is persistent and that problems has not been that problem rather has not been resolved there's a tendency that the depression may not be resolved so the first step to solving depression is what could have been the root cause you want to look out for what the root cause is and you want to solve that because depression sometimes is usually an offshoot of one problem or one vulnerability or the other so now let's assume that the person is now really depressed. The next thing you can do is do not feel embarrassed or do not stereotype yourself or do not stigmatize yourself even before any other person by saying, oh, once I decide to see a therapist, then I'm miserable. Oh, that's the worst thing that can happen. No, the next thing you need to do is seek counseling or psychotherapy. You want to look for a therapist, a counselor, a psychologist that can help you analyze what the problem is and together, the, while it comes with their training, help you come out of depression. Now, it's not the day you go into uh, counseling that you get solution, depending on the stage of depression you are, but it has proven over time to be highly, highly effective. Now, for those that are really, really depressed, like severely depressed, they may need to take medication. So they may need to see psychiatrists, you know, but the assessment, 